You're listening to the audio portion of Workshop Wednesdays. Workshop Wednesdays is a free live discussion about topics affecting accountants, bookkeepers, and business owners. You can join the ABO group in Facebook to participate live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Just search for ABBO in Facebook. This podcast is brought to you by SchoolofBookkeeping.com, where you will learn, grow, and build a thriving bookkeeping practice. We have hundreds of lessons with almost every aspect of the industry. Start your free month today at SchoolofBookkeeping.com. Uh, workshop Wednesday. Uh, my name is Dan DeLong, and I'll be your only guest here today, or your only host uh, here today, because uh, Carrie is off uh, with her son um, doing some college orientation. So, uh, so it'll just be me today. And today we're actually going to be talking about the uh, conversion of, of QuickBooks Desktop to online. Because uh, uh, there's, there's been a lot of push from uh, from Intuit as far as uh, the online ecosystem, uh, apps, and being able to to set up uh, those types of things. Uh, there's a lot more development resources available for uh, for QuickBooks Online. Uh, so a lot of people are are abandoning uh, QuickBooks Desktop and going to to QuickBooks Online. Uh, so there actually is a, a pretty easy and pretty straightforward way to convert your data from, from desktop to online. I'm going to walk through uh, some of that uh, today, uh, just really the, the basics of, of how, to, how to do that. So the um, <clears throat> couple things that you want to, um, I got my notes here, second here. bring this up. Um, so the first thing is how much data uh, you want to actually be able to bring over into QuickBooks Online. In a perfect world, you want all your data uh, because if you're going from desktop to online, uh, you want to have all that data so that you can do that. And in a, in a perfect world or in an ideal situation, uh, that's what will happen. Um, your customer list, your, your chart of accounts, uh, your, your vendor list, and all of that financial history will make the journey uh, from desktop to online, but there are some things that, that it can't do. So um, I'm going to post in the in the comments um, uh, an article that Intuit has made uh, to be able to um, you know give you an understanding as to what's going to happen when you send information from from desktop to online. Uh, but the goal is that everything will make the journey, um, at least the financial impact of that of that transaction. Uh, from desktop to online. So um, the, the biggest uh, biggest challenge that some people might run into is when they're using payroll inside of QuickBooks Desktop uh, because the, the, the transition between desktop to online when it comes to payroll uh, involves a service. So uh, in order for QuickBooks Online to create that payroll information, you have to turn on payroll uh, in order to do that, in order to do that as best as it can. And um, the financial p- impact of the paychecks uh, doesn't get, I mean, it gets, it, it transitions over, but it doesn't actually turn a paycheck into a paycheck because it can't actually generate or create paychecks from desktop into online. So that's one thing to kind of consider when you are thinking about transitioning from desktop to online is what's going to happen to to payroll. Uh, it does set up payroll as best as it can and enter that payroll data for 
that particular year um, in in uh, historical paychecks, but they they aren't actual paychecks. So it's just something to keep in mind when you're when you're transitioning from from desktop to online. When um, so to actually do that, let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and share my screen here. Should be able to see everything here, including myself. Uh oh, we don't want that. <laughs> go ahead and minimize that. Uh, so I've got a, a desktop file here. Uh, I've already converted uh, converted this to to online uh, to give you an idea. Uh, so first thing that you want to be able to do or want to do first is check the size of the company file. Um, there is a limitation on what will actually be able to transition from desktop to online. Uh, with regards to this figure right here, it's the total targets. Now that total targets uh, should be less than 350,000. Uh, so you can see this one here is less than 20,000. Uh, now what a target is, a target is uh, a line item reference, right? So uh, if you have an invoice with five uh, line items on it, uh, that can be referencing, uh, that transaction's referencing six targets. So uh, it's just a, 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 an indication of how much data is actually in the company file, and uh, QuickBooks Online has a limitation of 350,000. Uh, so that number, um, if it is exceeded, this uh, that company file would not be able to be brought over in that state. And then you have to consider, well, how do, how much information would I have to pare down? And there's services that will do that for you. You can use the uh, condensed feature inside of QuickBooks to be able to, to to pare that down to get that number below a certain figure. Uh, once it's below 350,000, then you can proceed to be able to convert the data to QuickBooks Online. Uh, so the easiest way to do that when you're using a non-enterprise version of QuickBooks is as you're, as long as you're logged in as the company admin, uh, when you go to company, the last option there will be export your company file to QuickBooks Online. Um, as long as you can see that, you'll, you'll be able to start the process. Now, Enterprise doesn't have this menu option. Uh, so a way to, to do that is you bring up this product information window, which is the F2 key on the keyboard or the control one that will bring up this product information window. And then on your Windows keyboard is control B and then control Q and then click OK. Once you click OK, this screen will come up uh, and start the process of being able to export to QuickBooks Online. Uh, I'm going to do it again from the company menu, the export to QuickBooks Online. Uh, this is the newer screen, uh, a wizard, when you go through this process. Uh, so you just click, let's go. Oops, I hit the, so we want to hit uh, move now. All right, and then the first thing it's going to ask you is, especially if you've got items or inventory set up, is to set up inventory tracking in the QuickBooks Online company. Uh, the reason that you need to modify this or, or check this is because QuickBooks Online calculates based on first in, first out, or FIFO as far as the cost calculation. Uh, and QuickBooks Desktop, uh, especially the non-platinum uh, edition, uh, is is going to do use weighted average. So. That's another thing to consider if you do have and track inventory inside of QuickBooks Desktop, your uh, financials might match to the penny uh, when you're doing that because of the 
the variances in uh, cost calculations, especially if you have uh, things going up and down in prices. Uh, but you want to set the start date, and typically that's going to be the first of the year is is uh, ideally the, the first option there that you want to choose. But if you want to go back farther than that, you certainly can, uh, but usually the first of the year. And that's going to ask you to um, sign in to your QuickBooks Online uh, subscription. So obviously you want to set up a, the company subscription ahead of time uh, to be able to do this. Uh, so you just would sign in. Uh, and then you just enter in your login information. Now, I'm not going to uh, complete this process because I've already uh, done it, but this will give you an idea of how I, you know, what the flow actually looks like. Help if I typed in my password correctly. Uh, so it'll give you an idea of the number of accounts 
uh, and then the number of accounts that was made in QuickBooks Online during the import. So uh, 113 and 113, so the difference is zero. So really that's the column you want to be focused on here is what's the difference uh, as far as the summary is concerned. Uh, so there were five items in the desktop company file and four items were created in the uh, online file. And so there was a difference of one and you can click on the link here to see the item details and it will tell you why it didn't come over, right? So uh, in this particular case, um, item tax groups was the item that was created. Uh, so there was a sales tax group uh, created in the desktop file that doesn't exist in QuickBooks Online. So it didn't even bother creating that item on the item list. Um, and the other thing that didn't come over is the form template. So uh, there were 25 forms. Um, these are the sales forms that are created. Uh, online, there was nine created. So there was a discrepancy of 16. Uh, reason being is that um, there is no sales form template. Uh, typically, that's what you're gonna see is that the credit memo, you can't customize the sales form template in the credit memo in QuickBooks Online. So you can't create that template. Uh, you can't customize the sales receipt. Uh, you can't customize the daily sales summary or quote or proposal. So it, it didn't wasn't able to create those those form templates. So by and large, uh, this was a good uh, import, right? So um, biggest uh, concern or biggest issue was the sales tax payable uh, because it did not um, sales taxes handled differently in QuickBooks Online than it is in desktop. Uh, so it did actually create the transactions and uh, put them in the right place. It just had to do it in a way that QuickBooks Online understood that. So that's what this is actually here. So the last part of checking your data is to run a couple of reports. And the best reports to run are balance sheets and profit and loss for all dates on an accrual basis. Uh, so why would you want to use an accrual basis versus cash? Um, one is, again, with going back to inventory. If there is inventory used, cash basis reports in QuickBooks Online uh, don't calculate properly at all. So you want to make sure that you're using uh, accrual, even if you are on a cash basis uh, inside of QuickBooks Online, if you are using um, inventory, just so that they calculate the cost properly and show up properly on the reports. Um, and also, if something didn't get applied, like an invoice to a payment or a bill to a bill payment, cash basis reports aren't going to show those uh, properly. So you want to run it on a, on a accrual basis just to make sure that all the data came over properly. Uh, so I have a balance sheet. I'm just running this as of uh, July 14th, which is today. Uh, but you just want to run that for all dates. Right? And I like to collapse them just so that I can get the grand total, right? So this is 125, uh, 82243. And if I run that in my desk or my online file, whoops, got the wrong cat open here. Go to this one. There we go. Uh, so this is run for all dates as well. Also on accrual, uh, we can see that there is a discrepancy, right? Um, <clears throat> so I use 126, 146. So this is 125, uh, 8, uh, 8, 2, 2, 1. Now, 
reason that this is happening is that somebody has actually started using this company file and it's actually they're actually entering in transactions. So uh, if I were to roll be able to roll those back, if I look in the audit log, I can see this person is creating uh, invoices. And um, if I can roll those back, then then we'll because uh, it matched yesterday. <laughs> the problem is they're adding, uh, you know, entering in transactions today, but they're also entering them backdated transactions as well. So it uh, it doesn't match today, but uh, a good way to actually, uh, if you do see a discrepancy like that, um, what you can do is you can run these reports for all dates and then show the columns by year. Right. Fiscal year, sorry. Run this by fiscal year. And then I do the same thing for uh, for QuickBooks desktop. Here's, right. And then what we would do is we would look at the columns. Again, I collapse them uh, so that we'd take a look at the, uh, the columns here and go back over here to this one. Collapse it. And what I would look for is what's the first year uh, that things didn't match, right? So I can see um, 2015 is fine, uh, 2016 is fine, 2017. Uh, so it, it goes up to this year, right? And that's when things get out of whack. So what I would do is I would run those reports for the same, uh, same time period, uh, just for this last year or with the first year that it goes out of balance. Uh, and then do the columns by month, and then I would see when those uh, when those report compare those reports and see where they go out of balance until I get down to the day, right? Um, and then I can drill in on the on the accounts. So then at that point I would expand uh, the account listing and look and then compare the accounts to see where they actually went out of balance. Was it the bank account? Was it the uh, accounts receivable? And then determine whether or not I need to just re-enter that information. In, in this case, it's because somebody is actually working in the live file. Uh, and if I were to take those things back out, uh, the, they would match. So uh, that, in a nutshell, is uh, converting data for, for QuickBooks uh, desktop into online. If, uh, if things don't work out well, I mean, you can always uh, reach out to us here at School of Bookkeeping, um, and we can you know help you uh, troubleshoot the, the discrepancy between these two uh, to help figure out whether it's okay if it's something that is, is uh, sig significant you can fix that information inside of QuickBooks desktop and then re-import uh, into into online again uh, because you have um, as many times as you need in within that 60 days to import into into desktop again um, so that's um that's really an overview of uh, converting your desktop data into QuickBooks Online. Uh, next week, uh, when Carrie's back, we'll be talking about uh, and walking through converting your data from online to desktop. So this is a situation where they've converted the desktop or they started in, in, in online, rather, and they want to go back to desktop. You know, maybe they need uh, some of the functionality of, of enterprise or something like that. Uh, so you want to be able to be able to convert that from from online to desktop. So we'll walk through that next week uh, on that workshop Wednesday, and we'll hopefully uh, see you then.
Have a great day. Bye.